Welcome to this week's episode of BusinessWise. This is a podcast series for entrepreneurs interested in expanding through learning and applying the management system discovered and developed by humanitarian, philosopher, and administrator, Mr. L. Ron Hubbard. So we are still working our way through L. Ron Hubbard's groundbreaking discovery of the admin scale or the administrative scale of importances, which is its full name. And this is the final episode on the fifth level of the scale, which is programs. Now, the title of the episode might seem a little misleading because the title is The Six Points of Complete Planning. And so you would be justified in thinking, why is he going back to planning? I thought we had already covered that. But this is uh, one of the interesting qualities of a scale, any scale. Any scale is made up of increments, aren't they? A ruler is an example of a scale, and it is marked by inches in this country, United States. But between one inch and two inches, there are increments, such as one and a half inches or one and seven eighths. One and seven eighths of an inch is closer to two inches than it is to one inch, isn't it? You heard me in an earlier episode quote Mr. Hubbard uh, regarding the third level of scale. Third level, of course, is policy. So he says uh, in this article, this is from 13 March 1965, the structure of organization, what is policy, he says, and I quote, the basic policy of an activity must be the defining and recommending of a successful and desirable basic purpose, end quote. So here we have an overlap between the second and the third level, in other words, between purposes and policy. And I point this out to you so you continue to think of the admin scale as a tool and as a, as a scale. You, you lay it alongside of your activities, almost like a ruler or a spirit level. That's what you use in construction to make sure something's level, spirit level. To ensure you are all lined up and you're going in the right direction with whatever you're doing or creating, whether we're discussing goals, purposes, policy, plans, or programs, etc. That's what your admin scale is, and that's what it's for. It's to make sure everything is lining up. It's coordinated. Everything is going in the same direction. So now there is a point where a plan, which is, which is the fourth level of scale, becomes a program, which is the fifth level of the scale. And that point is very precise, and we're going to go into that in a minute. But before I do, let me clarify something. As I have mentioned before, much of Mr. Hubbard's research into the subject, or as he refers to it, the philosophy of targets and programs is from January 1969. This is also a period of time when he was discovering a tremendous amount about purposes, incidentally, and they all tie together. But on 24 January 1969, he nails down and clarifies this point, and he states, quote, complete planning and programs are synonymous at this time, and programs is the preferred word, end quote. So, as of 24 January 69, he makes a very important distinction between planning and programs. And he says complete planning and the word programs are basically synonymous, but programs is a preferred word. So with this final episode, I'm going to use an article from 18 January 1969, which precedes that definition I just gave you by only a few days, to outline these six critical points of complete planning. In other words, programming, as he clarified a few days later. Six critical points which you must have 
to do any programming. Now, in my efforts to teach and inspire you to use the admin scale, I had to be quite thoughtful about what I want to give you because, as I have said before, the admin scale is very, very embracive, and each level of the scale could easily have its own series. And what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to limit these episodes to information that I, in my very humble opinion, uh, consider is information that you absolutely have to have. And while I've already done three episodes on programs, I could not, in good conscience, go on without covering these six points. So I'm doing a fourth episode on this, all right? But with these six points under your belt and the three preceding episodes, I think you should have a pretty good grip on the subject of programming, enough to be dangerous at least. There is a lot more that could be gone into on programming. I'm, I'm warning you, there's a lot. But this is a good start, particularly if you take the time to look up the articles I'm referencing here by date and do your own study. Okay. So the article is entitled Planning and Targets. And again, the date is 18 January 1969. So he starts out the article this way. He says, there are at this writing three articles of near date on this subject of targets. The area has never before been examined and written up as a philosophic subject. Isn't that interesting? I think if you really view programs and targets as a philosophic subject, this is something that I think a lot of the members are missing out on because it's actually a philosophy. Programming and targets should become a way of, your, of living your life. You know, you want to accomplish something, good. You plan it out, you target it out, you have a program, and you think that way. And if you do operate on that basis, if that becomes part of your life philosophy, if you will, you'll get a lot more done. It'll be a lot more efficient, a lot more satisfaction uh, out of, uh, what you're doing and your progress towards your goals. Okay, so he goes on to say this. Here's the next line. He says, plans are not targets. Plans are not targets. So we did three episodes on strategic planning and planning, and they are not, those episodes do not refer to targets. We started talking about targets when we started talking about programming. Bear that in mind. So he says, all manner of plans can be drawn and can be okayed, but this does not authorize their execution. They are just plans. When and how they will be done and by whom has not been established, scheduled, or authorized. Now, don't overlook that sentence because in that one sentence, he's kind of giving you the difference between a plan and a program, right? So he says, you got a plan. That's just a plan. The plan could be a drawing this is what we want the house to look like. It is not a program because the program, he says, when and how they will be done. So when and how they will be done. The targets, in other words, will be done. And by whom has not been established, scheduled, or authorized. So a proper program should be established. Who's going to run it? Who's going to do it? When's it going to happen? Scheduled. And he says authorized. So you can have all kinds of plans. They may not necessarily be authorized. When you get down to programs, in order for it to be qualified truly as a program for your group, for your organization, for yourself, it should be authorized. Okay, this is an official program. We're, we're moving forward with this. Think with that. Okay, so then he goes on to say, this is why planning sometimes gets a bad name. You could plan to make a million dollars, but if when, how, and who were not set as targets of different types. It just wouldn't happen. 
when, how, who. These are the things that are now qualifying a plan as indeed a program. When, how, who. Okay. And now back to Mr. Hubbard's words. He says, a brilliant plan is drawn as to how to convert Boston Harbor into a fuel tanker area. It could be on drawings with everything perfectly placed. One could even have models of it. Ten years go by and it has not been started, much less completed. You've seen such plans. World's fairs are full of them. I don't know when the last World's Fair has been. I, I, you don't hear much about those, I guess, with uh, a pandemic and the Internet. Uh, they're maybe not as big a deal as they once were, but I remember a couple of World's Fairs. And, yeah, you go in there, you see all these incredible models of things that are going to be built into the future. If you've ever been to World's Fair, you know exactly what Mr. Hubbard's talking about. Full of plans. But where are they today? You know, advanced systems of uh, travel and public transport and roads and highways and buildings and, you know, energy efficient housing and all this kind of jazz, but they don't come to fruition. Why? They're just plans. They were never programmed. There was never a when, how, and who, right? They were never uh, established, scheduled, or authorized. So anyway, it's kind of handy to remember those, those three things. Okay. He says one could also have a plan which was targeted, who, when, how, and if the targets were poor or unreal, it would never be completed. Now, we're going to get more into poor and unreal targeting in further episodes on the lower levels of the scale, because you're starting to get into that when you're starting to talk about projects, when you're starting to talk about orders. But bear that in mind when you're doing your programming. Try not to make your targets poor or unreal. Don't do stupid targets. Make them real and make them, otherwise they'll never get completed. All right. Then he says, one can also have a plan which had no conditional target. Now, we talked about different types of targets in the last episode, but remember, a conditional target is one where you're examining things, you're surveying things to see if something is needed or wanted or suitable, etc. So he goes on, one can also have a plan which had no conditional target ahead of it, and so no one really wanted it, and it served no purpose really. It is unlikely it would ever be finished. So if you don't put in your conditional targets, if you don't examine the scene to make sure that the program is valid or needed or necessary or desired, then uh, not a good idea to program it up because it's never going to get done, right? He goes and he gives an example. Mr. Harper gives an example. He says, such a thing existed in Corfu. Corfu is an island off of Greece. Such a thing existed in Corfu. It was a half-completed Greek theater, which had just been left that way. No one had asked the inhabitants if they wanted it or if it was needed. So even though very well planned and even partially targeted and half completed, there it is, half finished, and has remained that way. A plan by which is meant the drawing or scale modeling of some area, project, or thing is, of course, a vital necessity in any construction, and construction fails without it. It can even be okayed as a plan. These are Mr. Hubbard's words. But if it was not the result of findings of a conditional target, a survey of what's needed or feasible, that's his definition of a conditional target, a survey of what's needed or feasible, 
it will be useless or won't fit in. And if no funds are allocated to it and no one is ordered to do it, and if no scheduling of doing it exists, then on each separate count, it won't ever be done. Another powerful sentence that you can easily just gloss over. Listen to the factors. He says, if no funds are allocated to it, and no one is ordered to do it, and if no scheduling of doing it exists, then on each separate count, it won't ever be done. One can define planning as the overall target system, wherein all targets of all types are set. That would be complete planning. Now, uh, I always try to make these episodes stand on their own. So if you're a first-time listener to Business Wise, this is your first episode, you might be asking yourself, what the heck is a target? So I will define a target for you. We did an earlier episode or a couple of earlier episodes on the subject of targets. You should definitely listen to those. But if you're a little bit lost at sea at the moment, uh, let me help you out by giving you a definition of the word target. So this is Mr. Hubbard's definition. And a target is an objective one intends to accomplish within a given period of time. So it's, it's an immediate objective. He also defines it as the steps of handling are in program form. They are numbered one, two, three, et cetera, or A, B, C, et cetera. They can be in the sequence. They will be done. But this is mostly important when one person or one team is going to do the whole thing step by step. These steps are called targets. Each part of the program, each target is assigned to someone to do or to get done. End of quote. That's all Mr. Hubbard's words. So a target is obviously a step in sequence. It's an immediate objective one is seeking to accomplish within a given period of time. And you, your program is made up of, a, of many targets all executed on schedule. All right. Does that clear that up? I hope so. I apologize if you're just now going, oh, that's what a target is. You might want to start this episode from the beginning again. I should have defined it at the beginning. But anyway, there you go. That's what a target is. Okay. So he says one can define planning as the overall target system wherein all targets of all types are set. That would be complete planning. Remember, as we went over earlier in the episode, complete planning and programming are synonymous. All right. So now he goes into this next section. He's going to lay out the six steps that constitute, or the six points that constitute complete planning. To get a complete plan okayed, one would have to show it as A, a result of a conditional target survey of what's wanted and needed. So Farmer Jones gets up in the morning, steps outside, stretches. looks at the sun peeking over the horizon and says, you know what? I think I'm going to build a brand new barn. I don't know. Do you really need a new barn? See, he better do his conditional targets. Like, well, all right, let's do a survey of, uh, remember when he says here, a survey of what's needed or feasible. Number one, you know, what's it cost to build a new barn? You know, do we have the resources for that? What's the capacity of our old barn? Uh, can we bring in more cattle into this barn, more cows? You know, have we filled up the capacity? What about the option of building an extension on the current barn or 
You see, let's do a little survey here. You know, Papa wakes up one day and decides he's going to have a new barn. That could be completely unfeasible. It could be completely unneeded. It could practically ruin the place. So, yeah, do your conditional targets first. A, a result of a conditional target. Survey what's wanted and needed. All right, so he's done all his conditional targets. And, yeah, sure enough, we're at capacity. We cannot expand at all in our current barn. And uh, we do have, you know, I've done a re uh, research and we have the resources to build a new barn. This is some of the styles of barn that are feasible and these are very energy efficient, whatever. All right, your conditional targets are done. Good. B, the details of the thing itself, meaning a picture of it or its scope, plus the ease or difficulty in doing it and with what persons or materials. Okay. Interesting how these points sort of lead one to the next. But now, all right, we do need it. We do want it. Um, let's let's get a plan together. Let's find out uh, what how big would it have to be? Uh, what's it going to cost? What materials are we going to build it out of? Uh, where's the money going to come from? Who's going to be in charge of building it? Is it Farmer Jones? Uh, is Pop going to do it? Or is he going to give it to uh, eldest son, uh, George, to do it? You know, He's going to have to assign it to somebody. Remember that programs have to be assigned to someone to be responsible for. So if he's too darn busy running the farm to uh, also supervise the building of a barn, he better not do it. But if he's got someone he can designate it to, like, uh, you know, the prodigal son that's just returned from uh, the big city and decided he wasn't cut out for that. Okay, son, welcome back. Build a barn. That would work. That could work. All right. C. Classification of it as vital or simply useful. Now, why would he put that there? Because some programs are way more important than others, you know, and you should prioritize your programs. This has gone from, yeah, it'd be useful to have a new barn. No, no, no. It'd be vital to have a new barn because the old barn is not holding out the weather anymore. It's about to cave in. It's not big enough, whatever. This has now become a vital program. You can understand how classification of it becomes important in terms of its execution. Because if you don't classify the program, then other less important programs can tend to take precedence over it, like the chicken coop or making sure everybody's all pretty for the upcoming uh, square dance or something. Okay, so now we come to D, the primary targets of it, showing the organization needed to do it. Okay, uh, we discussed the different types of targets, I think, in the last episode. Now you know why I covered that first before I went into this episode. But your primary targets are your organizational targets. Who's the program assigned to? Somebody there. Uh, what firm are we going to use? What construction firm? Uh, what mill are we going to use? Uh, who's in charge of what? How are we going to organize this? These are your primary targets. You want to make sure your primary targets are thorough and complete and lay the foundation for you to proceed forward in terms of production uh, or operation. You could more aptly describe it. The action, the moves that bring the program into fruition. Those are called your operating targets. In other words, you're operating, you're manifesting the whole thing. Your primary targets come first. Our foundation is there. And now we're proceeding with our operating targets. This is kind of a review of the last episode. So now we come to E, 
the operating targets showing its scheduling, even if scheduled not with dates, but days or weeks, and dovetailing with other actions. Okay, so now you're going to sit down and do your operating targets. We figured out what our primary targets are. Now we are going to, this is the big um, segue, really, from planning and organization to actual progress towards the objective of the program, your operating targets. What are they going to be? How much time does each target going to take? How do they dovetail with the other targets? We need to get the foundation done by March so that we can get all, and we have to have the lumber ordered uh, six weeks before that. So that's going to have to be, your, your targets are going to have to be in sequence. Order the lumber. That's going to be in uh, February. And then in March, we're building the foundation. The lumber shows up. Uh, uh, towards the end of March, and then we got to, you know, build the structure. You get the idea. Uh, in construction, a lot of times it's called a critical path. And uh, basically, critical path is just taking your operating targets and putting them on uh, some sort of a diagram so you can see what has to be done by when, what has to be started when. And But that critical path is reflective of the program that you have written. Do you understand that? It's not a bad idea to sort of work out your critical path as you're doing your operating targets, as you're writing those targets. All right. F, it's cost and whether or not it will pay for itself or can be afforded or how much money it will make. This is your last point. Is this a viable program? You want to authorize that program? If you're in charge, if you're Farmer John... And your son, George, is, you said to him, okay, you're in charge of all this. Figure it all out. Bring it to me. What's the last step of the six points? Can we do this? Can we afford it? Will it pay for itself? You better look at that before you launch that program, before you authorize that program. So he says, complete planning would have to include the targets and the plan of the thing. Thus, by redefining words and assigning labels to target types, we can get a better grip on this. A plan would be the design of the thing itself. Complete planning would be all the targets plus the design. Remember, as we went over earlier in the episode, complete planning and programming are synonymous. So he says complete planning, in other words, programs, would be all the targets plus the design. Thus, we see why some things don't come off at all and why they often don't get completed even when planned. The plan is not put forward in its target framework and so is unreal or doesn't get done. It's also, again, I'm reading from Mr. Hubbard, and it's also a great way to lose or waste money. He gives one other interesting datum here. He says, sometimes a conditional target fails to ask what obstacles or opposition would be encountered or what skills are available and so can go off the rails in that fashion. So your, your conditional targets also have to include uh, a review of your barriers. You know, do we start in the spring? Do we start before the spring? Some of the planning and primary targets, do we roll with those? And then we get, you know, then we have the barrier of winter. Are we going to be building this thing in the winter? Are we going to be able to schedule it to get it all done in the summer and fall? You know, because, you know, weather is a barrier and it's a source of opposition. Time now for local weather. And, you know, who knows how to build a barn around here, you know, and, and uh, what are the skills that are available? These are all part of your conditional targets. And if you, again, if you skip out on your conditional targets, 
you will probably write a program that will fail. All right, so make sure you keep those conditional targets in. And then he wraps up this article by saying, the whole subject of plans, targets, and target types is new in the realm of analyzed thought. I think it's so interesting the way he pulls this together as not just an administrative exercise, not just a piece of management technology or management know-how. It's actually part of philosophy. It's part of analyzed thought, thinking in sequences. You know, if you've ever met a very analytical person and you say, how should we go about this? You'll notice that they will relay things to you in steps. Well, first we got to do this, then we got to do this, then we got to do this, and we got to do this. You go, wow, that guy's pretty analytical. That's right. He actually is developing a skill or has developed a skill, uh, which is a skill that Mr. Hubbard is researching when he's talking about planning and targets and he's talking about programming. All right. So he says the whole subject of plans, targets, and target types is new in the realm of analyzed thought. It is a subject to, quote, get the feel of, end quote, and, quote, learn to think concerning, end quote, rather than a fully, quote, canned subject. That was Mr. Hubbard's words, so I'm going to repeat them. It is a subject to get the feel of and learn to think concerning rather than a fully canned subject, Alron Hubbard. And then he gives this one final sentence to wrap up this article. So profound, so powerful. So I quote, But if these points are grasped, then one sees the scope of the subject and can become quite brilliant and achieve things hitherto out of reach or never thought of before. Alron Hubbard. I hope that last sentence really impressed upon you the importance of the subject of programming. Because this is, you get this down, this skill, and you can achieve things you probably thought were out of reach, were impossible. You can achieve anything with your company. You can achieve anything with your community. Actually, you can achieve anything with regards to the condition of the planet, if you get that brilliant. And I hope you do. I hope we all do. A lot of work to be done uh, to make this world a better place. Let's start with uh, your place. Let's start with your group, your business. Hope you're enjoying these episodes on the admin scale. Please leave us your comments. We enjoy those. Give us a like if you liked it. And write us at info at wiseeastus.org. If you have any questions, any successes you want to share, we've been getting some really nice stories back from some of the members and their successes with using what they're learning from the Admin Scale uh, series. So please do write us, uh, leave your feedback because that really motivates us and gives us a better idea on how we can help you more or serve you better. Okay, so that's it for this episode. Thank you very much for listening. We're done with programs. So next we go to uh, the next level down on the scale, which is projects. Look forward to that next week. Thanks for listening.